Hey man, you there? Yo, what's good? How's it going, man? Hey, it's Will. Calm back. Hey, it's all good time. Welcome back to the catch up. I'm Noah Shore. Bonsoir. Oh. We are so fluent now. I'm woke as fuck because I'm a world traveler now. That's right. Welcome back to America, Will. Thank you. I was just in Montreal for a long time. How long? Three and a half days. Ooh, that's long. Yeah. I, I, forgot what, I forgot what America was like, American customs and values. I'm just fully Canadian now. <laughs> it's pretty good. I will say they the uh, border is pretty nice to cross the little customs thing on the way back funny you should say that because well actually on the way there i was getting in pretty late at night um a theme of all of the little stories i'll tell is that i fell in love with someone in montreal because just everyone is so cool and nice and their accents are just so cute and so the first person that i fell in love with was the first person that i met in montreal which was the customs agent and so (laughs) they don't know uh, if you speak english or french so they say bonsoir hello and so I was just like, bonsoir, hello. <laughs> and she started speaking French to me. And I was like, oh, no, my bad. No, that's not what I meant. I meant like, bonsoir, hello. I'm American as fuck. Um, yeah. And then she was like, shook her head at me. I was like, okay, what are you doing here? And I was like, work. <laughs> <laughs> I actually noticed when I got off the plane and when we first landed, well, we got on the plane and everyone was speaking French. And I was like, oh, that's fun. And then I got off the plane and really everybody was speaking French in the airport and all the signs were in French. And Nicole and I were like, oh, wait. Yeah. So so like the statistics, I think, mask an important truth about Montreal. So the statistics are like, you know, 86 percent of people there speak at least some level of English and French. Right. But nobody right. wants to speak English to you. Like it's an inconvenience. <laughs> like, oh, for like sure. you go into a shop and they're like, Bonsoir, hello. And you can see like as when you like say like hello or hi, they're like, oh, fuck. <laughs> I do think I do think they would rather speak English, though, than hear you butcher their language. For sure. Which is why I I waited till this podcast to try. (laughs) Bonjour. So there's there's that. That's all I know. Um, But it's good. It was interesting watching shopkeepers like pivot, though, as soon as you you came in. Yeah, definitely. It was good. It was a good trip. It was BB's first international business trip. (laughs) <laughs> nice which is weird because i don't really have a desire to to do anything like that but it just happened yeah well uh who's bb bb's me that's what i uh, call myself okay got it we were squatted up two data scientists a lawyer and then like me and another analyst damn now that's the crew you want to travel it was with. fucking gang dude we went out to dinner like every night some foie gras nice hit it got some poutine some <laughs> late night i went in oh actually this is funny as shit so I went to a bar and made friends with these two girls. And they were like, I was like, we should go get Schwartz's, um, which is this like dope Jewish deli that like my coworker had been telling me I have to try. I'm like, we should go get Schwartz's. Like, okay, let's go. So awesome. Like made some friends. I never do that anywhere. We're going with my new friends to get food. Like life is going super well. Get to Schwartz's <laughs> and it's closed. And they're like, oh, all right, let's no. go to this other bar or no, this party. They're like, let's go to the other party. And I was like, nah, man, I left the bar. I'm like committed to the idea of food. I'm going to this poutine <laughs> place across the street. You guys come to get poutine? Like, now nah, we're going to this party. You should definitely come. And I was like, mm, okay, didn't go. Oh, well. Yo, I was committed. The, lo- the love of the poutine. For the love of the poutine, for the love of the grow. Also, <laughs> it was a responsible decision for me not to go out more. It was like 12, 15 on a work night. Chill. Fair. 
Oh, but sorry, what I, was I stood say, up sorry. from the mic to kill a bug just now. It's all right. You've done good. What I was going to say, the reason that I started telling that story is that um, there was like zero English spoken by the staff at this poutine place. But I was like mm-hmm. kind of drunk enough to not be embarrassed. And I was just like, hi. And they're like, bonsoir. And I was like, hmm. Uh, poutine. Like, do you guys have beer? Like, uh, I don't know. And then I was just like, uh, I'm American. Uh, poutine. And this guy just goes, we have the best. <laughs> takes my credit card. Doesn't tell me what price it is. Takes my credit card. Sits me down at a seat. Gives me a glass of this really good local red ale. And then like the classic poutine. And it was like 980 Canadian, which was like eight nice. dollars US. Is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I loved benefiting from the the dollar. Yeah. In yeah. The, it was. 0.79 when I was there, which is pretty favorable. Nice. My problem is there's so many fast food poutine places. How could you tell, like, what's the good place there? You know, everything, like, as a tourist, they'll all just look like poutine, but I'm sure people were like, no, nah, that's like the McDonald's of poutine. You need the, like, totally. So, uh, other one. I actually benefited from one of the people I was on the trip with, uh, is actually the vice president of research in my company. Turns out he's also the vice president of, like, dope food research because he was, like, all about. <laughs> It was all about, like, figuring out where we were eating, like, this, that, the other thing. And he had already vetted this place. He was like, oh, yeah, patata, patati. Like, I went there. And then, then oh, so the wow. next night when I knew I was in that area, I was like, where's the shit at? Nice. Nice. good. I should have sent you to the bar that I watched uh, Hillary lose the election in. What bar was that? I don't remember. <laughs> but I, I should have sent you there. You did send me somewhere, though. That's true. I sent you on a quest to compare to my quest, and I'm talking about bagels. Yeah, there's kind of two comparisons. This is like a two-by-two matrix of comparison. So you went there to compare Montreal bagels to New York. I went there to compare Montreal bagels to New York, but I'm also comparing my comparison to your comparison. Right. So we both went to St. Viator Bagels. St. Viator, yeah. So, so I'll tell you the whole story of St. Vitor, and it is it's a little bit interesting. So it's like my final day there. We finally finish at like one or so, and I don't really have to leave Montreal till three. So I'm like, all right, pop over to this St. Vitor. And actually, it must have been earlier than that. It was like noon. So I go I hop in an Uber over. It's like not a it's like not a cheap Uber. It's like probably like fifteen dollars from where I was. Um, mm. And. So I get there and there's this massive line because it's about to open. And I'm like, all right, not really trying to stand in line in this drizzly ass weather. So I go and I grab a cup of coffee. And when I grab, I'm going to grab a coffee and a croissant because I was going to do some work for like a couple hours before the bagel. And I go to swipe my personal card. And it's like there's an error message that pops up on the card reader. Uh, but it's in French. Like, I can't really read it. And I'm just like, uh, mm-hmm. sometimes the magnet strip doesn't work, like whatever. But I'm like, all right, I can just put this on my uh on the corporate card, like, this is actually, like, why I have it. Like, I'm allowed to buy food when I'm traveling for business. So, fine, yeah, buy, right. buy coffee and a croissant, whatever. Swipe the card, good to go. Do a little bit of work, finish the croissant. Stomach starts grumbling again in, like, an hour from that. And I'm like, all right, <laughs> it's time. St. Viator, let's kill it. Go to St. Viator. And I grab, I put, I pick out three bagels because they're kind of small. So, I, I'm like, all right, I got to right. try, like, a couple. So, I got, like... Uh, everything which they call all dressed i got a sesame and then i got like some other one like a garlic one or something ancient dude is the counter rings me up (laughs) i hand him my credit card he's like nah man like only cash although he just says like no and then some french and i was like fuck obviously this is only cash this place is super old school no doubt it's fine go to the atm and 
I swipe it and I realize that the error message that came up in the coffee shop was Chase being like, eh, you're in a foreign country and we didn't expect that. So we cut off your personal card. Oh, shit. and I can't. I mean, I don't actually know if I could, but I'm not trying to get like a cash advance on a corporate card like that. Just like that sounds yeah. like an accountant would call me like very quickly. Like, why did you just <laughs> take out money from the account? Also, I would need a pin. I don't know the pin, whatever. So I'm just like asked out. There's like no way to get cash. Um, I'm calling Chase, but it's like not going through at this point. I kind of have to get back to get to the airport. And uh, I had already like my bagels are, and cream cheese are just like sitting there up on the counter. And I just went back to the sky and I was <laughs> like, hey, like I have my bad. Like I'll put them back. Sorry. Like because they give you the cream cheese separately. I, so I go to like take the cream cheese out and like put it in the thing. And he's like, oh, he's like, all right, well, you got to have one. Like you came here from America. You got to have one. So the dude gives me a free bagel. <laughs> Oh, my God. And I have the nerve. I have the nerve. <laughs> I was committed. I was committed to trying the bagel. Like, I really am in pursuit of the truth fully. <laughs> he had left the sesame one in the bag. <laughs> I, was like, oh, no. I was like, can I try the all-dressed one, though? And he just, like, <laughs> shakes his head. Like, shakes his head and gives me the all-dressed one. Like, he probably thought I was such a fuck. <laughs> Luckily, I mean, it could almost have been confused for, like, a, like a ploy to be honest. Um, but I, I was dressed like pretty nicely. And I think that I was, I was nice. Um, I also, uh, as a thank you, I, I did Instagram his shop. I got a good picture of the bagels. I tagged <laughs> San Fiatore. So whatever. Um, that's true. I can't imagine he gives a shit about social media though. So actually, yeah, they have like a whole hashtag and they had just had their 60th anniversary party and they had like a bunch of stuff posted. So oh, okay. uh, wrong right. again, as per usual. <laughs> no issue. Yep. No show, everybody. <laughs> just keep it. Um, staying consistent. So to the point of all of this, which is that I was I wanted to compare the bagels. Um, it was damn good bagel. It was very good. And yeah. I think the question that I that I originally had and the question a lot of people have for me is like, which is better, New York or Montreal? And. I'm going to go ahead and say that it is just an unimportant question. Like, I definitely, I prefer New York bagels. Um, I think, so like the, the the Montreal bagel is smaller and denser. Um, it also has like this, uh, like characteristically sweet dough, which I, I've been told is from honey water, but also just like sugar in the batter. So it's like a sweeter dough um, that's shorter, that's kind of like smaller and denser. Um that, right. that smallness and that denseness and the kind of chewiness that comes with it, I think is actually just really similar to the bottom of an American bagel, which I love the bagel bottom. But then, like, I also love the bagel top. So I actually think that New York has kind of the best of both worlds, whereas Montreal is yeah. really more just like a like a symmetrical bagel bottom. Um, one thing that I'll say about Montreal bagels is that their seasoning adherence is like top tier. Like whatever they're doing to get all that uh, everything, everything bagel mix Sticking mm. on the bagel is absolutely top tier. I I, I want to reach and say it's something about like the sweetness and the sugar and the stickiness, but I don't really know. Um, but yeah, my original point, my original point was that like. And I felt this immediately as soon as I bit it, I was like, this is so silly that we're fighting like 99 percent of bagels in the world suck. They're like waxy, gross like engineered like high True. preservative thomas bagels that you get at the supermarket and like if every bagel was decent i feel like it's a worthy fight to be like montreal versus new york but actually like i think that good bread products and good bagels are like this threatened breed like threatened by thomas and threatened by these shitty bagels and i just think that <laughs> that at a time like this it, it pays for montreal and new york to be unified not divided right we're, we're for the same cause so what's your proposal 
that we we sell New York and Montreal. We come together and sell it all over the country. I don't know if I've thought it out that far, to be honest, and 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 I can, you know, I'm a I'm a strategist. I'll get there if you need me to. I know you to. can, but um, I think a first step is just peace, right? Stop the fighting. I agree. We should broker peace within the bagel wars. Yeah, I mean, I'm not sure if I can, if I've if I have the authority to to be a delegate for the New York bagel industry, especially because I have not lived in New York for some time. But if I were, I would say, Montreal, we, we have nothing but love for you. I don't think you're in a position to speak to Montreal Bagels because that guy sounds like he doesn't like you. No, that dude was pretty pretty aggravated with me, to be totally honest. <laughs> I'm willing to step up as a delegate for the New York Bagel community. And, and as someone who paid at St. Viator. <laughs> right. <laughs> I've paid both in New York and Montreal. And pretty much I'm ready, willing, and able. Noah Shore. Bagel Delegate 2017. All right, well, next time, where are we going? What's the next food adventure? Yeah, where should we go now? I'm going to Portland soon. What is Portland famous for besides, like, rain and tight jeans? I was going to say, try the hipsters there. I don't know. Yeah. Um, I don't know. You go somewhere, and then I'll go there next. Sounds good. I'll also be driving around uh, the Rocky Mountains and Pacific Northwest, so I'll find something to try, something characteristic of that region. And uh, I'll bring back a report. Okay, cool. One more thing before we go to break. Yes, please. Uh, your mom says hello. Oh, you've been texting my mom. I've been texting your mom. Nice. Did you get your and thing? No, because she I texted her on Monday, and then she drove back to New York and didn't text me. And then she texted me five minutes ago before we started recording. Oh, interesting. Saying, that didn't work out. Let me know when you're free next week to get it. Or she said she would drive it to me, and I said, "Please don't drive it to me. I have to be the one to do the work here." Yeah, I don't. I also don't think that she knows that you live like deep as fuck. Right. Um, then she told me to blow you a kiss. So did did she well, really? Yes, she did. I was did. gonna say, can you tell her I said hi? I'll tell her. She. I told her I was recording with you in five minutes, and she said, "Blow him a kiss." Nice. So. <laughs> That's great. Thank you. There you go. Kiss received right. from my mom via Noah. That is a first. <laughs> <laughs> great. Today's episode and the following message is brought to you by this fortune cookie that was on my desk. Oh, I hate when you read the back first. Do not spend the money that you don't have. Not a problem. I got mad money. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, (laughs) that's an ad. So, when you learn the recorder in third grade, uh, they they motivate you by setting a recital. Earlier this year, you made a resolution to learn to read. And so we said that on one of the episodes of our podcast, you would talk about an article that you read. So, today is that day. What did you read? Well, I just got through the cat in the hat. Nice. Mm-hmm. What happened? Now, Actually, no spoilers. I'll check it out. Yeah, no, no. I can't tell you. It gets good, though. At the last page. Um, then, from the cat in the hat, I moved on to the article called The Gig Economy Celebrates Working Yourself to Death. Oh, nice. Who's this by? This is by Gia Tolentino. Oh, the New oh. Yorker. She went to UVA. 
<laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. I know this this person. Uh, yeah, she used to work at Jezebel. I actually I like her, despite being like a whatever. I like her. A male. A woman. Um, yeah. <laughs> so anyway, it talks about this trend that I actually saw on the subway recently that, um, you know, these those freelance companies, Fiverr and Upwork. Yeah, sure. I'm about to use Upwork for a bunch of stuff at work. Cool. So Fiverr in particular has this ad campaign where it's like, actually, I have a picture here. You have a you eat a coffee for lunch. You follow through on your follow through. Sleep deprivation is your drug of choice. You are a doer. Okay, so you get the type of thing they're they're saying here. Yeah, I do. And in the same way that you hate the things in other people, sorry, the things you hate most in other people are the things you hate about yourself. I absolutely despise this because I do have a problem with kind of like glorifying sacrifice for work and it's disgusting. That's exactly what this is. This is glorifying it. And the article talks about a story that Lyft tried to make into like a great PR piece for them, which is that um, this woman went into labor. Her water broke while she was driving for Lyft. And it was like, oh, my God, look how devoted to Lyft she was. And isn't it so cute that she uh, drove herself to the hospital and Lyft? No, it was fucking brutal because, like, her, she probably, like, didn't have a job with good maternity leave. And so she had to leave or couldn't get a job because she was pregnant. So she had to fucking drive all day. She had to drive for in her nine in her ninth month of pregnancy because she had to make a wage to pay for this kid. Like, I don't understand. And it's this. It's just this thing that I see all over now where it's like, you make your own hours. You're your own boss. Like, I don't – yeah, that's it's cool to freelance, but don't turn it into this thing like I would rather freelance than have – I don't think anybody would rather freelance than have a full-time job with benefits. Sure, especially when you think of like the share of an individual's consumer spending that is healthcare costs as they grow older. So right now it's like extremely small for us, like – like i don't know like a certain percentage of my premiums and then i have almost no like actual out-of-pocket expenses as you grow older that becomes like 30 to 50 percent of your yearly spending if you need a surgery that's like that would be a shitload of money none of those freelancers have any of that right right and arguably the older you get and the longer you're freelancing the harder it is to get a full-time job and break into the market yeah totally who wants to hire an old guy yeah exactly right so i just don't like it's kind of it it's kind of the anti the antithesis of the article from last week you were talking about where it's like look at these dumb millennials who like will freelance and won't have a real job and take it seriously now it's pivoting to like oh why would you want a real job you should freelance all the time and you can make your own hours and who needs sleep yeah i mean i i like the it's funny like i I'm I'm torn by my like anti elitism a little bit like on one side I'm like yeah like fuck the man fuck working for a company like if you can create value you that should be recognized in a free market society on the other mm-hmm. hand it's like yo like the way things are right now with like employer sponsored healthcare like all of us need daddy <laughs> right <laughs> you know right. like my skills are not valued at what I get paid on the open market like my skills are valued at basically nothing on the open market because I'm part of an organization. <laughs> Right. It's actually you. That's the exact point. This article says is I guess that I would guess that plenty of the people who advertise services on Fiverr would accept some 
quote-unquote whiteboarding, which is a term they use earlier, in exchange for employee-sponsored health insurance. Sure, yeah. Yeah. I thought so we were bringing up, like, uh, these articles about the uh, the New Age economy to make fun of them. This actually seems like a pretty good article. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, this the, – the, the what it's talking about, I didn't like. The article itself was, like – Got this it. Is, got it. This is why it's a problem. I want to look. I want to see if I can find any of those ads. They're all over the subway. Fiverr, Fiverr ran the whole campaign. I'm looking at Upwork here. Carpal tunnel is your drug of choice. Oh, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> see, but the fact that I didn't know you were kidding. Yeah. <laughs> right, let's see Fiverr ad on Google Images. Thinking big is still just thinking. I kind of like that. Oh, nice. This is like an old guy, like, with like a... It's an old guy, like, uh, what's the face of this? Like, kind of smirking. Got an idea? Isn't that cute? <laughs> Do first. Ask forgiveness later. Well, you will be freelancing for quite a long time if that is your go-to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Dreamers oh, like... kindly move aside. This is kind of a different tune than what you were saying, but this is just as annoying. But yeah, but they they all have this air of like smug, like I'm better than you because I'm doing this. There was another one that I saw with this fucking guy with an asshole face, like fucking smushed face that he was like, I'm smug. And he was like, those who do, do. Those who can't consult or something like Okay, yeah, that's annoying because I'm a consultant right now. <laughs> um, so the thing is, is I totally get their target market. Like, um, okay, so like really like Odesk or Upwork or one of these companies, like uh, their target market is, is relatively broad. I think that this ad is speaking to a population that I understand, which is a population that is kind of like, I feel like when you and I have struggled uh, to find jobs, we kind of, mm -hmm. like, we felt less than. I mean, we've talked about this on the podcast. Like, it feels like shit, right? Yes. But there are definitely certain people that are like, man, like, jobs are just, like, like big employers are just, like, corrupt and only recruit from Ivy League institutions. Right. Like, this, like, Correct. myth that, like, the system is against them. I feel like that guy that, like, thinks that, like, his entry-level data job that he couldn't get because he, like, showed up to the interview hungover, who, like, thinks it's a conspiracy <laughs> that they just, like, hated him, sees this and they're like, yeah, you know what? Like, doers are better. Like, I'm just going right. to get after it. I don't need an organization. Yeah, definitely. You're right. There, There's a small section where that actually think the gig economy is, like, perfect for them because they don't fit in the corporate world. But, like, at the same time, I would... Like I said before, I feel like most people on Fiverr actually would love to get a freelance job and then have that person hire them on to keep doing stuff full time. Sure, you know? I agree. Like, I agree. It's just this weird glorification of shit, and I don't like it. Yeah, it's a glorification of like of like sacrifice in the name of of work. Um, yeah, which is funny, right? Like, I don't get it. Do millennials not work hard enough, or do we work too hard? exactly which one which yeah. one do you want like from just us? pick a narrative and be internally consistent it'll get you a lot farther right i don't know which one i believe though so yeah i mean i feel like i work really hard but it's kind of like working really hard at pushing a boulder uphill like my output is low <laughs> right <laughs> like i'm tired at the end of the day but at the end of the day my output is also really low right yeah. well that's because you eat a coffee for breakfast and you're 
I drink a booze uh, for breakfast. And and short for dessert. Somebody order pancakes. Did I win? Mm-hmm. Nice. What do I challenge? Someone who's listening to this show for the first time and has also never heard Kanye West is like, man, this podcast sucks. Actually, everyone <laughs> is like, man, this podcast sucks. This person is especially confused. I was going to say, last last segment, uh, you guys were just laughing. Now Noah sounds angry for no reason. Now what's going to happen? I don't get this shit at all. Stick around to find out what's up next. Today's episode and the following message is brought to you by... Is it spicy? No, that's fine. All right, Will, you have a couple updates for us? I do. I got some stuff I got to get off my chest. Um, potentially some stuff I got to get out of my chest. Uh, Is everything okay? I think everything's okay. I'm, uh... I, I, I went to I made the mistake of going to the doctor for the first time in seven years. Um, oh, boy, yeah. that's a long time. So, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm drinking some wine right now. You know, I'm trying to, you know, the French helps everything. So mm-hmm. <laughs> I get it. So I get a message. All right. So I go last Monday and they take a boatload of blood, man. They're like, we got to test for everything. They give me this whole questionnaire. They're like, all right, given the results of your questionnaire, we're about to test for like everything and they took like a lot of blood like six vials of blood it was crazy mm-hmm. it's kind of uncomfortable um did you pass out i did not pass out funny story though i like looked i looked at the needle as as the first blood was coming out and i was like oh that's weird and the tech was like tech was like look the other way right now <laughs> and i was like i like looked the other way and she was like, I just have a, she was like, I have a sixth sense about this stuff. I like, I know who should look and who shouldn't. And I was like, oh shit. All right. Oh, man. I was like, how, uh, I was like, how often does someone pass out? And she's like, once a week, someone passes out. Oh, yeah. And she does boy. that shit all day. And I was like, I was like, no, I just mean like, I just never really see that much of my blood. Like the most blood I see at any given time is like a very, very comparatively small amount of blood. <laughs> um, right. And she was like, I know. She's like, I get it. I just keep looking at the wall. And I was like, all right, I'll keep looking at the wall. But they took a, they took a lot of blood. And they're like, all right, we'll, we'll hit you up in a week. So today, I get this this message. Dear William. This is from uh, Dr. Anik Hebu. Dear William, nice. your recent lab results are available. Some results were slightly abnormal, and someone will get in touch with you shortly about our next steps. You can review them at your own convenience through the web portal. Please feel free to call me should you have any additional questions. Warmly. And a Capu MD. So, first of all, you should never advise someone to review their own medical lab tests. <laughs> this shit is not okay. Definitely. Definitely not. Second of all, you can't just be like, you have some abnormal things. We'll talk to you soon about they, it. Exactly. Yeah. They, <laughs> yeah. So, so I started looking. I saw some shit that I was not all that happy with. And I was like, all right, I'm going to save this for recording with Noah. Oh, good. Please share. So, first one, thyroid panel. We're all good. Vitamin B12 cool, and folate. And we're going to Google this stuff like as uh, as it comes up. Like, okay. what, like what the hell some of these things are. Vitamin B12 and folate, we're good to go. Urinalysis routine. My urine color is yellow. So you were a little, you were a little dehydrated? No, nah, so I was pretty much fine. All right. Okay. I got a pH of 7. Slack. That's right on the border. Yeah. That's, uh... that's great. 
That's a balance right there. That's good. CBC with differential slash platelet. I'm only going to look up stuff that had abnormal results. Okay, this was also all normal. You know, my F limps, absolute 2.0. My F neutrophils, 49. Oh, thank God. Gang. Dabs on the neutrophils. (laughs) Fuck yeah. Vitamin D25 is where things start to get pretty interesting. The reference range, this is the good range of nanograms per milliliter of blood, I believe. NG over ML is 30 to 100. And I'm uh-huh. I'm at fifteen point eight. Oh well. So that's bad, right? So hold on, let's we gotta do some alternative research here, right? So healthy sorry, levels of vitamin D. A level of twenty is considered adequate for healthy people. A level of less than twelve indicates deficiency. This is WebMD. Let's see, vitamindcouncil.org. Although this does sound like an interest group that probably, like, I don't know. It's like this the Sun Lobby. Um, multiply. Oh, wait, nanograms per milliliter. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. My level is between 0 and 10, which is bad. My level is between 10 and 20. I'm deficient. It says I'm still deficient. I'm not super deficient, but I'm a little bit deficient. What does that mean? Like what? You're not what, getting what, enough vitamin. Yeah, D. but sorry, but like, what does a vitamin D deficiency manifest itself as? Because I do definitely have some problems. Let's see here. Well, what are your problems? I'll tell you. If it, if it, <laughs> I, we don't have that long. <laughs> Symptoms. This is also WebMD, which I know is notoriously shitty. Symptoms oh, no. and health risks of vitamin. D. Oh my God! Come on! I got this auto playing video. Shut up. Symptoms and health risks. Oh my god, the ads just keep popping up. Symptoms and health risks of vitamin D deficiency. Symptoms of bone pain and muscle weakness. I mean, you have vitamin D deficiency. I don't have that. My muscles are mad strong. <laughs> Increased risk of death. Probably fine. Cognitive impairment in older adults. None of that present. Severe asthma in children. Cancer. Dude, come on. Give me something I can act on here. Possible causes of vitamin D deficiency. You have dark skin. That's interesting. Ooh, yikes. Uh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> racist website. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I got a vitamin D deficiency. Fortunately, that seems like something that's pretty easily uh, remediable. Go out in the sun and take some vitamin D pills. Yeah, I'm about to, I'm about to do a couple of vitamin D lines. Chlamydia. Nice. Chlamydia slash CG amplification. Let's see. Gonorrhea Wait. and chlamydia. Negative, negative. All right. <laughs> winner, winner. No STDs. (laughs) Arguably the most important result on that list. Well, we'll see, because the next one is the lipid panel. Uh Uh-oh. So um, the results come in like a table of values with like four variables, like name, value, reference range, lab. And if it's bad, it's like highlighted in red. (laughs) And Uh four out of five of mine are highlighted in red. So my total cholesterol... God, I shouldn't be surprised. Things were things were going too well for old Will. <laughs> things were going too well. Oh, it's because I just went to fucking Montreal and ate foie gras and everything. <laughs> One of my meals had three different foie gras in it. Oh, it had three different cholesterols. In it. <sighs> the reference range is 100 to 199, and my cholesterol is 223. Oh, boy. This is not, like, a little bit above. This is, like, out of the range of okay. <laughs> My triglycerides, uh, the healthy range is 0 to 149, and I'm at 214. 
Yikes. Yeah. That's pretty bad. <laughs> and then my LDLs, which is like low-density lipoprotein, I think, I read at one point, is 119, where it's supposed to be 0 to 99. And then VLDL is 43, when it's supposed to be not above 40. So I got high, okay. I got high cholesterol, and I'm coping with that right now. So your boy, your boy Cheerios. was like invincible. Yeah, but you know how much I love food. I know. Did uh, yeah? I don't know. I have no idea what to do. You can't keep living like this. It's not an option to eat less. <laughs> I love food. This comes off the heels of a group text yesterday where you were like, "You ever eat and then you want to eat more, and then is that normal?" You said. Did I really say so, that yesterday? It was literally yesterday. You were talking about the gyro. No, I, yeah, I was talking about gyro specifically. I was asking if a, if one gyro filled you up. You said you ever have a meal and then you want to eat more. Okay, but it was right after I said that I had eaten a gyro while walking. All right, I'm just trying to point to you. I know, I know. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm frustrated. I'm taking it out on you. I can beat this okay. thing. I can beat this thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know. This test says that my, my blood is mostly barbecue sauce. <laughs> <laughs> what kind though sweet baby rays yo oh, don't play with me <laughs> cut you open put up put on some burgers yeah all right so that i mean that's the big one uh comp metabolic panel oh yeah this one we need to do some googling on so my bun to creatinine ratio is over it's supposed to be between 9 and 20 and it's 22 it's interesting that a ratio would be expressed as an inter- integer. I guess it's 22 over 1. This is blood urea nitrogen. This says usually between 10 to 1 and 20 to 1. Yeah, so I guess I was at 22 to 1 then. What is the ratio? Occasionally, health practitioners will look for the ratio between to help determine what is causing his concentration to be higher than normal. The ratio, okay. Yeah, but what are these things? I have no idea. Like, this is all just jargon to me. Quest diagnosis. In, useful for an different... increased ratio may be due to a condition that causes a decrease in the flow of blood to the kidneys, such as congestive heart failure or dehydration. Yeah, wait, it says the ratio is useful in the differential diagnosis of acute or chronic renal diseases. My kidneys are fine. Whatever, maybe not, I guess, actually. That this sucks. segment is going to not be funny if after you talk to your doctor, he's like, oh. one of these is really serious. Real talk, dude. My my mom's brother had, like, kidney failure at, like, 40. I'm fucking... God damn it. All right. I can see us having to delete this whole segment one day. Bill O'Rubin. Yeah, right? Because in Trump's America, you can't uh, get coverage for pre-existing conditions, and this is evidence <laughs> that I had, like, some renal failure. Exactly. Um, exactly. Okay, let's see here. Bill O'Rubin total is supposed to be 0 to 1.2. I'm at 1.3. Obviously, like, not that crazy but let's see what bilirubin is brownish yellow substance found in bile that's disgusting (laughs) oh i thought he was this guy at my synagogue bill o rubin you're an idiot just trying to lighten up the mood no shit mayo clinic the bilirubin test checks for levels of bilirubin in your blood (laughs) higher than normal levels may indicate different types of liver problems ruh-roh Okay, that's cool. Jeez, that was quite a yell. Did you hear that? Yeah. From my roommate? Yeah, she's bugging out up there. <laughs> um, but that was that was one that was only like one point over, right? 
Yeah, but I'm 25. I'm supposed to be like a god. <laughs> I know. Your, your status as an Adonis is not <laughs> old enough. All right. Obviously, just learned that word. Um, <laughs> we'll end on a. Uh, we'll end, no one uses that word in casual conversation unless they just looked it up. Don't even fuck with me, Noah. <laughs> I didn't just look it up, but I also don't use it in. Uh, I don't just walk around saying Adonis to people. Um, uh, also, I say that word way differently than you. What do you say? I say it like most people say it. How? A hedonist. You're a hedonism. A hedonism hedonist. That's a different word. What did you just say? Adonis. Bro, I thought you were saying like hedonist. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm I'm sorry. I don't say Adonis like you. I say purple. <laughs> yeah, you're right. All right, I get it. I get it. All right, the good thing I'm editing this. Hold on, I gotta Google what this means. Oh, Cult of Adonis. Yeah, that's how I've heard of this. Yeah. Is what he read from Google. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, so we can end on a high note. HIV value non-reactive. We're good to go. Woohoo! All right. If it's any consolation, I have high blood pressure, and I'm 24 years old, so... So I kind of have the same... Oh, that sucks. Um, yeah. I have the same... Wow, I'll file that under unsurprising news of the year, actually. Um, <laughs> I, I treat this whole thing like I treat being late to work. It's like, I'm five minutes late. Might as well come in in an hour or work from home today. It's like, hey, liver's showing signs of wear, high cholesterol. Let's just go out at 26. Well, it's been nice knowing you. I'm going to head out. Are, are, will you be okay? I'll be fine. I'll keep you posted. I'm going to talk to Dr. Hebu tomorrow. I'm going to be like, you quack. You made these numbers up. <laughs> this is all fake. Rip it up in front of him. Yeah. Her, bro. 2017. Oh, shit. God damn it. Women can be doctors, too. Well, women can be everything, but not president yet. Women can well, be president. There just hasn't been one yet. Okay, all right, all right. Dabs. <laughs> Bringing <laughs> it back. <laughs> dabs, baby, dabs. See you later. Talk to you soon. Talk to my mom. Dad, talk to your mom soon. Bye. The Ketchup is Will R. and Noah Shore, with executive production by Noah Shore. Our intro music is by Headlong Snipers, and our outro music is by Skirt. Thanks to our sponsor, the paperclip from Microsoft Office.